Hi, I'm Esther. And I'm Chrissy. And you're listening to Roast and Toast, where we roast ourselves as much as any influencer we love or love to snark on. Join us each week as we laugh at ourselves, call out the internet trolls, and raise a toast to anyone who's ready to take their power back. Hello, Borches. We are back. Hey, Borchy Borches. We're here. We're here. We're alive. (laughs) Already talking over each other. God dang it, Esther. I'm just kidding. You're like, let me talk. And I'm like, no, let me talk. (laughs) And then we just go absolute silence. Go absolutely nuts. Okay. So we hope that you guys are having a fantastic day, morning, whatever, um, wherever you find yourself. And, um, we are excited to be here. We have so much to talk about. How was your weekend? It was really good. I mean, okay, you know, every single weekend I have my weekend and then you're like, how was your weekend? And then I black out and can't remember anything from the weekend. So it was a good weekend. It was such a good weekend. I don't remember Friday. Um, Oh, we went to barbecue yesterday with some friends and Nick got the, I don't even remember what it was called. It was some deliriously huge stack of meat. It was called the toilet bowl explosion. (laughs) Literally, he did not eat dinner. We ate lunch at one and he did not eat for the rest of the day. I wouldn't either. Like I looked at that thing and I was already like, the girl said I had like 5,000 calories in it. I know. Oh, a Saturday, I went out for lunch with a girlfriend and we sat on the patio and Chrissy, it was my first patio since it's been warming up. My first patio in Vegas, it spoke to my soul. It fed my soul. Breathtaking, wasn't it? Oh, oh, glorious. We were across the street from a wine bar. I said, that's what I want to do next. I want to sit on the patio with a chill glass of white wine and downtown Summerlin, which I live across the street from, when you come visit, I'll take you, but it's this whole outdoor area of like shops and restaurants and they have a farmer's market on the weekend and you just walk all around. So after lunch, we went shopping. Oh my God. It was, I live for spring and summer. I love that. I love that so much. We had a double date on Friday and we actually ended up eating two dinners. Oh, we we went to sushi and then we were like, we're not done drinking. So we went to another place and had wine and then the menu was great. So we ended up like kind of like eating another meal. I love that. Yeah. I mean, Paul was devastated. I have zero regrets. I thought it was great, but I woke up. Wait, why was he devastated? Well, cause you know, Paul's like, I need to make sure I don't gain my weight back. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) so, and I'm like, whatever. So we, so Liam watched Shepard and I got home and I was completely fine. Got home, but I was exhausted because I was yeah. like, I've been up all day. Um, and I laid Shepard down in his bed and I went to like lay down with him just for like a minute. Mm-hmm. And I woke up in a blink at 530 in the morning with everything on, including my shoes. Oh my god! Yeah, and Paul was like, "I oh tried to get you up, and you were just out." So he's like, <laughs> "That's what Nick always says to me whenever I come home, and it's been like a late night." And he's like, "I tried, and you refused. You insisted to sleep on the couch." 
It was so okay. funny. That may be like a second roast. But anyways, let's go into our roast. Do let's you want to go into our roast? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. Um, I, ha- I have a couple of roasts. Honestly, I'm just going to say them both, okay? Because they're so, they're so short. So the first roast was on Saturday when I went out for lunch. I just didn't, whatever, for whatever reason, feel like taking a purse. All I wanted to take was my phone. And uh, so I had, and Nick was upstairs. He was recording something for YouTube. So I knew he was going to be like unavailable. So I said, just can you take my house key off my key ring? And I'll put it in my, the pocket of my jacket. So that way, like, I don't have to bug you when I come home. And he was like, oh, I'll just open the door for you. You know, just like text me when you're coming home. And I was like, well, what if you don't hear me? Whatever. So I took the key. So my girlfriend picked me up. We went out for lunch. We went shopping. And I came home and completely forgot that I had the key in my pocket. And I was ringing the doorbell like a mad woman, like a maniac. I was calling Nick. And just as he came down the stairs to open the door, I remembered that I had the key in my pocket. <sighs> I don't know if that's a roast, but I felt dumb. And I was so, you know how you're like righteously indignant at your man? And you're yes. like, you're like all buttered up to get so mad at him. And you're like, I'm going to prove my case. I can't believe you told me you would be there to open the door. And I called you and I ran the doorbell and you left me standing outside like a street rat. And then... <laughs> I open the door to like get mad at him and he looks annoyed at me. Yeah. Because he's busy. Well, he, and justifiably he should be annoyed at me because I'm the one who had the key. Yeah. My second roast is that remember how I, we talked about Dee Dee sharing her curdled milk. And I said how influencers shouldn't share like blood or poop or any like gross bodily fluids on social media yeah i did share my dog's poop on social media so i'm gonna roast myself for that Uh, how did i miss that my dogs aren't demons sometimes so how did i miss that your dog shit and you posted it because i would have roasted you in our group chat i know so keiko brought this root inside and was chewing this dirty root on my rug and then I got mad at her and I turned around and Rocco had brought in a piece of Keiko's poop and plopped it on the rug. Oh. Like, oh. demon. He was like, oh, she brought in a root? Oh, just wait. Hold my, hold my kibble. I've got <laughs> shit in my mouth. I've got oh, shit. my gosh. I know. And he just put it there like, he, mom, I brought you a little prize. How do you clean their mouth out after that? You don't. Like, like water? You just wait 24 hours. Oh, I know. I'd be like doggy mouthwash for you, honey. So gross. Minty. Um, My roast has something to do with our voicemail that we had last week. Oh. Um, Someone asked me a really good question, which was why as an Atlanta girl, do I not follow Heather McMahon? And um, I did follow Heather McMahon for a while. I even went on, uh, went to see um, a lovely girl, Brandy, um, gave me a, an extra ticket to go see Heather McMahon live in Atlanta. Great show. Met her. Sweet girl. Um, the reason why I stopped following her is because during quarantine and throughout the year, I would drink at home like everybody else did, whatever, no <laughs> big deal. And whenever I would randomly drink or have like a couple glasses of wine, like I've learned to like put my phone away because I don't want to have like a shame over like where I'm concerned mm-hmm. what I've messaged people. And she's the reason is because apparently I just feel like we are besties and I'm going to message her. And I was like, I'm very creeped out by myself. 
<laughs> what did what did you message her? I don't remember. I think it was like voice memos too. Like I Do you still have the messages? Oh no, Is like this- deleted, unfollowed her, will not even go there because I was like, okay, she's gonna call the police. Like this is Wait, she might still have them. Scary. Though. She may. I hope not. Can hope we tag her and them? ask her to find no, them? No, no. So I we can really roast you. I don't want. No. <laughs> like I'm that embarrassed. Like I don't know specifically what I, was, I think it was responses to different stories. Yes. And I just felt like I was in her posse, and I'm very much so not. So I was very embarrassed. To the point where I was like, why am I? And it was like responding to every single story. Like, oh, why? Like, pick one. Maybe two. Maybe. I, maybe. I guarantee you we're going to get DMs that are like, as soon as I drink, I do that too. I reply to every single story with like a million emojis and I get emotional and I write essays to people because I bet you we're not the only ones who do that. I'm embarrassed. And I still randomly will like respond sometimes when I've had like, t- it's the two glass of wine thing. Yeah. It's I like know. the second glass. I'm like, let me respond to people it's and pour my heart out like an yeah. idiot. Or so, go off on. Yes. So yes. Cause that was a two glass of wine when, well, I've done it. I'm saying for me. No, but, <laughs> and, and so I, I felt like the healthiest thing to do would be to unfollow. It has nothing to do with any of her content or anything. It has everything to do with the cringe factor coming from me. I'm dying. Well, you know what? The, the fact that you had like enough self-awareness, it's like when you delete your ex from your phone. It was, I mean, I don't even know what I was responding to. Like I would read the response, but the story would be gone almost. And I'd be like, before it like would keep the story, I'm like, wait, what did I respond to? I'm talking about how hot some chick is. Who? What chick is so hot? Like what's happening? Oh Where you can't random. even see what the story was. All I don't you even, can see is your like unhinged reply. Oh my I mean, god! It, so I was like, okay, we're roasting myself because clearly she just, you know, she's just so freaking funny. She makes you feel like you're one of the besties, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, course, and I fell course. right in that trap. That influencer <laughs> fucking trap and just. <sighs> so that's why you don't follow her anymore. That is why it is nothing like I support her. I think she's amazing. A friend of mine has met like uh, she goes and gets dental work at Tracy's husband's office and she just could not be like anytime anyone has ever talked to her. She could not be the nicest, but I um, just important, you know, I had to let it go. So that's it. So that's my roast. Um <laughs> Two glass of wine is not fine with me. <laughs> um, so, okay, let's get into some hot topics. Um, yeah. I know that you were like a super researcher. Wow, I, what the fuck? What do I say? Um, you were researching the Christina Galbato S- situation. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so a little bit of a background on her. I I had really like never heard of her until recently until her scandal came out, but, um, or not her scandal, but the scandal that she was involved involved in. in. Yeah. So she is from New York and she is an online educator, social media influencer and digital market marketing expert. So she has online courses for influencers, how to multiple different things of how to, 
you know, be an influencer and work with brands and all of this stuff. And um, she has a lot of things copyrighted. She's like legit into this. She has almost a million followers, maybe even more than that after. Um, an it says an online following of close to 1 million, but I guess maybe on, um, I don't know what platform that's on because on Instagram, she has 272,000. Anyway, not that that matters. I'm getting into the weeds. But basically, she is, um, she helps creators build profitable, profitable businesses. So she has an online course. And <clears throat> recently, she discovered another woman had taken verbatim paragraphs and words and emails that she has in her online course and put them into this other girl, put them into her online course and was selling it. And somehow Christina got alerted to this. Someone alerted her to it. She went and bought this other girl's course to go see for herself and has all the screenshots, all of the proof. And basically, I guess this girl was selling her course for about two months before Christina discovered all of this, um, reached out to the girl and tried to come to some sort of um, resolution of wanting her to take down, you know, the plagiarism. And she basically said, okay, so in her words, in a nutshell, she, she said, basically found out a couple of weeks ago that a very large influencer, Angela Giacus, not sure if that's how you pronounce it, took my content, resold it inside of her online course, The Art of Influence, that launched in November. So it's a new course. She said, my legal team and I have tried resolving this behind the scenes privately because I did not want to have to post a video like the one I'm posting today. Posted a reel giving a nutshell what happened. Um, she, this girl, uh, Angela did take out most of the content that was inside the course. Um, but there's still the issue of the fact that Angela has been selling this course for two months with her intellectual property in it. So who knows how much money she's made off of that, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, and also, uh, Christina said, if someone hadn't alerted me to this, Angela would have continued selling this for who knows how long. Um, so she said, you can draw your own conclusions about her knowledge of my content being in it. Um, but... Her attorney, Angela's attorney, said she will not acknowledge the situation with her customers and audience, and she even had the, had the audacity to tell Christina that she did not infringe on copyright. So basically, Christina, you know, just gave like a really detailed explanation of what happened, and then also screenshots. Okay, and we can post the screenshots, but there are emails. Um, there's an email template that Angela copied, literally word for word. And there's a whole, there's a back and forth thing because a lot of these courses, um, the creators use templates. You know how we use Canva? A lot of yes. people use Canva and there's templates and a lot of the fonts yes. look the same. A lot of the styles look the same, all of that. So that's kind of a gray area. Something can look very similar. Well, you also can buy Canva templates on like Etsy. So like you know, totally. And you, yeah. and you are able to do that because you're purchasing that from them and they show you how to download it and all that stuff. And the same part, like you could go buy one. I could, we could both be influencers. You could buy one. I could buy one and we would have no idea and we would be using the same template. 
So um, I guess people were making generalizations that Christina was saying, she stole my course. And Christina, after she posted her reel and after she posted these, she came back and posted more detailed slides saying, you know, I'm not saying that she stole my course. I'm saying that she stole, she copied, she plagiarized, plagiarized is the correct word, specific parts that were in her course. And um, so I guess there was some confusion where Angela thought that Christina was going to come after her for monetary damages. And Christina was saying, I don't want money for this. I want a public acknowledgement that she plagiarized, that she stole my content. I have a feeling Angela would rather give her money. <laughs> right? I know. I'd be like, say your price. Don't let me admit. Right? I know. I and please. so I guess Angela was saying... um, she, I guess Angela was confused that Christina was trying to sue her because uh, somewhere in the whole mumble jumble, because you know when this, these things happen, so there's so much information, it can get confusing. But one of uh, Christina's lawyer said something along the lines of, in a case like this, damages could be up to $150,000 or some some arbitrary number like that. So I guess Christina took, or Angela took that as Christina was going to sue her for $150,000. Christina came on to clarify and said, I don't want money from her. I want a public acknowledgement. And I want her to let her customers know, you know, what she did. I wonder what the attorneys think. Because like, usually when I deal with attorneys, like they don't want you to post anything on social media. Yeah, so I guess apparently, and that's what Angela's beef is. Angela's came on to say, you know, oh, I wish you would have like handled this privately, but she wants to start an all-out war and it's so unprofessional of her to be posting this all over social media. But Christina's saying, I I tried to handle it privately. It still was not handled properly. And so now I guess I'm coming out publicly with it. I The trigger word for me is unprofessional. Mm -hmm. I know. Anytime someone uses the word unprofessional, it's typically to try to degrade someone else who's pissing them off and not necessarily like because they are in fact unprofessional. Totally. It's deflecting. Yes. It's like that's and it's, so it's unprofessional. It's a lot of generalization as well. So Christina, she clarified and she said, uh, to make this even more clear, I'm not pursuing financial damages. And this is all on a highlight. We'll tag her. You can go read all of this on her highlight called Stolen Work. And then Angela has a highlight as well called My Truth. So you can see, go see both sides for yourself and make a judgment call. But basically, Christina said, I mentioned damages in my comment on the last slide to explain that in lieu of damages, I asked for a public acknowledgement, even though I could have pursued the litigation route in an open to closed, in an open and closed copyright situation like this. If she wants to paint, if Angela wants to paint what I posted today as me being a success-driven person who will stop at nothing to bring others down, that's out of my control. I know who I am and what I stand for. So, she does, she really shows evidence. And like, I get the whole template thing. Even the font, there's some argument over a font that was used that was apparently copyrighted by Christina. Again, we're getting into like the nitty gritty, but the paragraphs, whole email templates, uh-uh, I'm sorry. Like that doesn't, I know in this industry, there's certain terms that everybody uses because there's really only one term for something, right? Like media kit. 
I'm just throwing that as well, out we as an all example. know when we wrote papers in school that you had to give credit and or like or you had to change up what was said, right? Yeah. Like take that information and then jumble jumble it, like digest it, and then regurgitate that in your own words. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you so, can do that. I'm still like, honestly, oh, like if we had to pick sides, I really right now I'm on team Christina because of the evidence The like I can see for myself, but I, I'll, you always want to look at both sides. So I went to Angela's page and she is basically saying, Christina, you've blown this out of proportion to such a damaging degree. This was no attempt at copying your course. I don't know how many times I have to say it. I have owned up and apologized for my mistakes and any stress this had caused you, I will not be bullied and admitting false allegations. Um, I, she's giving all of her reasons of like how this is all a big misunderstanding, how she didn't copyright. And apparently people are now like sending her death threats. So <laughs> she's now, you know, talking about that side of it. It's not funny. I'm not laughing at the, the death threats. No, I'm laughing. Like, who sends death threats to people? I know. Of course. That is, like, ridiculous. So, Christina did come on and say, hey, like, I kind of find it hard to believe that an account of her size would be getting death threats over this. But if you are sending death threats, obviously, that's absolutely not okay. It's disgusting. Don't do that. The fact that they even have to say that. To play devil's advocate, if you are going to go publicly with this, you know that there's crazy people out there. Yeah, exactly. That will send you messages or try to like be terrible. Like totally. I, you know, recently made the mistake of engaging with someone who decided, (laughs) but that's, but that was my mistake. Right. I acknowledge that was my fault. If you fucking like want to engage in social media and you want to be public and put on a public platform, totally. Then whatever. So I kind of feel like I don't really understand the the goal behind it. No, I don't. Except you ruin her. Essentially, if you do go public, you are going to ruin it. Yeah. I think she, I don't know, from what I'm gathering, she was trying to solve it quietly behind the scenes. And maybe she just thought that like, okay, I'm going to present my evidence to Angela and she's going to admit what she did and we're going to you know she's going to apologize and it's all going to be over with and then when Angela didn't do that when she pushed back then Christina was like okay gloves are off I'm going public with this and oh, hey I mean, you know I, I, I understand mean, being backed into a corner and yeah. you know, you've exhausted all efforts whatever um, I do think it's weird to like want a public apology because I just feel like you You've already, you stated your case. She didn't want to handle it privately. So you made it public. Don't expect someone to apologize. Like, it's just like, they're not going to. I guess even maybe just like an acknowledgement because she is, she's built her brand. She's worked so hard. This is literally her intellectual property. And she wants an acknowledgement that like it was stolen. But at the same time, like if, if this person, Angela, is not admitting it, you've tried to handle it privately. She's clearly, 
going to stand her ground. I guess like, what is it going to solve to go public? Like you think that's going to make her say, Oh, actually yeah, I was wrong. Okay. I, maybe Christina was like, okay, if I bring this public, it'll put some heat on her. She doesn't want her followers and fans to find out and her, her customers. Well, maybe the goal is so that no one signs up for her course. Yeah. Why would I sign up for Angela's course if I can just take Christina's? Cause that's the original course. Yeah. So, you know, it reminds me of the whole Kathleen Post, Talia Fickle drama. Okay, that was... That was even more... This is a couple paragraphs and a couple emails. That was like single white female stuff. Literally. That was like, like, is that years. that movie where the girl like just becomes her or something? Yes. Okay. But if you guys don't know what we're talking about... It's a little about, bit exaggerated, but I'm saying like very much like anything you do, I'm going to take it and yeah. do the same thing. Yeah, but Talia was an influencer who copied Kathleen's. Kathleen Post is always like, she's known for her hair. And um, I think she calls herself like, didn't she call herself like lemon blonde or something? She described her hair in some way, her hair color. Um, and so this girl Talia in her bio had like the same, she tried to have the same hair as Kathleen and she described her hair in her bio. But then she would literally copy Kathleen's poses. She would copy Kathleen's um, captions word for word. Kathleen would post something, like a random photo of like Kathleen sitting on her kitchen counter with something and Tolly would copy it. I think the weird part was like she blocked her and then like fenced us. We're stalking her to the point where like... Totally. Did that stop? Is that girl still doing so, it? So Talia is, got removed from like to know it. I can't find her on Instagram. Can't I, oh, I think okay. her blog might still be up. I'm not sure. But like okay. it was to the point where <clears throat> Kathleen was like... And Kathleen would never go... She wouldn't like, dock somebody like she that. She would never do that. She's so like even keeled. But it got to the point where like, hello, she's an influencer. She's creating, even if she is using templates from Canva for her stories, for her content, for her blog, like she's still creating those. And when Tolly would copy those literally word for word using the same graphics and all this stuff. And so it got to the point where Kathleen went to like to know it and was like, hey, this is going on. And I guess they reached out to Talia and said, stop. Talia denied it, wouldn't stop. Kathleen never made a huge, big public thing about it, but... So she didn't yeah. talk about it publicly. I think she she talked about it... Um, like after the fact, right? She did talk about it while it was happening, but I don't believe she ever named Talia by name. I could be wrong on that, but then I guess Talia came after her and was like, I'm going to sue you. So Kathleen said, okay, zipping my lips. I'm going to handle this behind the scenes as frustrating as it is. You know, she's threatening legal action and Kathleen, she's so professional. She just wants to do her influencing. Right. And so I guess they handled everything behind the scenes and then like to know it dropped Talia. She has no more uh, Instagram, but that's kind of what this reminded me of on some level. Yeah, that's very similar. Um, and I mean, I'm not mad at Christina for getting on there and just feeling like she's done everything she can do and just throwing that Hail Mary, like, I got to have this stop. But I, I do get it. Like, it is messy, but at the same time, like, 
it's so hard in this world to prove when someone's, yeah. yeah, and then prove when someone's copying you. And like, you work really, really hard at that. And like, we've been accused of copying. We have. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we have. Um, oh my know. God. I lied. Talia is still on like to know it. Oh, <gasps> she, maybe she got, maybe they reprimanded her and then she got back on as long oh as she God. doesn't feel the content. I can never be a real reporter because clearly I don't know my no, facts. I feel like she did get suspended for a period of time. Yeah, I thought she did. Um, now we got great. Now we have to fucking do this research, don't we? <laughs> I got to go back down this now, rabbit hole. Now the trolls are going to come Done. after us for like giving go, false information. Hold on. I, hold on. I know. I know. Hold on. Let me, let's check this real Real quick. Okay. Um, oh. Oh, oh, um, yeah, she's still posting on Like to Know It. I don't know how recent these are. How do you but, even her name? Oh, my God. There's no topics. Okay. Never mind. What are you looking up? I'm just trying to look her up and see if I can find any information. Talia Fickle. I don't know who that is. I don't really think there is. Mm-hmm. Fickle, ever changing. <laughs> she. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, you're looking that up. I typed in tallish fickle with time. <laughs> you know what? It's I, I. I don't think I have the bandwidth to research. I know. I know. Well, whichever. Know. It's a very good analogy, and you know what? You do have to stand up for yourself, and you do have to stand up for the integrity of your work, and. If you never get that public acknowledgement, you've already made people yeah. aware. So yeah. I'm sure it'll give the consumers the choice to either continue on with this girl's own, you know, social media marketing class or take yours instead. Let's yeah. move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's um, move on. This was this was too deep for it was a Monday. Too ick. I just I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm done. It's a rainy day. I'm like, oh, it's making me depressed. Like Forks, Washington, you know, in twilight. Okay, oh God, no, it's very. Um, Bonnie Wyrick. She is absolutely I amazing. Just, we love her. We love her. We love her. She's a very, very great account for any woman who struggles with mental health or body image issues, but also postpartum body image issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's super important. Um, she is doing really cute reels um, with uh, Nikki Schroeder. I can't ever say Nikki Schmader Fit. Thank you. I don't know if I pronounced her last name right, but... <laughs> But they do the reels where they have like, you know, style has basically like essentially a style yeah. has no size and, yeah. you know, and I, and I've seen that a couple of times with people doing that and I love it. Um, there, and I, lo- I love that take on it where you guys, you know, two different size women are putting on the same outfit and looking amazing. Um, I love, she's just very upfront about her journey with how she has felt about her body and accepted her body. And it's very inspiring to like, I'll see her and I'm like, why? Like, she just makes me want to like get dressed up every day. Right. Cause she's so true about like, if you get dressed up, even if it's like a cute lounge outfit, like if you do your hair, you do your stuff, you're going to look cute. You're going to like feel better about yourself just naturally. Not because, you know, and, 
and not because of your weight, because it's not different. It's just the yeah. way that you go out in the world. So I love her. She's great. The reason I wanted to bring her up is because then I know we, I love to talk about her, um, but I wanted to tie it into last week. Your toast was Whitney. Um, I can't pronounce her last name. Whitney Kosakuo. Okay. No, Whitney K. I underscore Whitney. Thank you. Whitney K. Okay. And Whitney actually DM'd us and was like, you know, I've taken some time off of social media. I've had a lot going on. And um, you, what you said on the show, like, totally made my day. And this is not to toot our horn. This is uh, this is me like having this sort of like light bulb moment that I have every once in a while that I love to have about Instagram because I go on Instagram and I go on TikTok, mostly Instagram. And we always say this till we're blue in the face and I'll never stop saying it. It's a highlight reel. All we see is the good stuff on Instagram. Most of the time, the majority of the stuff, the stuff that we see is the perfect curated positive lives. The fact that Whitney we had no idea what she was going through. No idea. We just genuinely loved her. We talked about her on the show. But she, the fact that she DM'd us and and like shared that little bit with us. And then a couple of days later, she posted a post saying, I've been off. I've had some stuff going on, positive and negative, but I'm back. Um, was just this reminder that like, we're sitting here on our show talking about her beautiful, gorgeous, curated feed. Meanwhile, she's dealing with shit that nobody knows about. And it, I went on Bonnie's page and Bonnie is, you know, beautiful. She's funny. She's engaging. And she was posting about some boots that she bought. She was really excited to buy these boots because she's wide calf. She can never find cute wide calf boots. She bought them and they fucking didn't fit. And she was bummed out about it. That was like one, one scenario. And then another scenario was she's been trying to find a new therapist. The first therapist didn't work out. She found this new second one. She was so excited for her therapy session. Her therapist just didn't show up. And she was so bummed. And she shares these snippets of like real life. And she came on and she was like, you guys, I'm sorry if I'm like these topics that I'm talking about or me sharing my feelings are really heavy for you. And I realized that I... I'm walking this tightrope of like being real and authentic, but also like, I don't want you guys to be watching this and be taking on my burdens and coming to my page and feeling like sad or overwhelmed all the time. So it's this kind of like fine line, but I love when these influencers show us the real stuff of life and tell us what's really going on. Yeah. I think for me, it was a huge reminder of words are so powerful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, you know, we engage, like, I'm not going to pretend that we're all great girls and we all don't engage in the banter that is yeah. gossip and all that shit. Um, but I think it's just a reminder that we need more hype women. We need to like tell it's the stranger true. that her shoes look great. Tell a woman her hair looks good. Tell her she... We just tell a mom she's doing a fantastic job. Like, we just don't hype each other up. And I've said this before so many times, like people who have been in my life, like girl code is so strong for me mm-hmm. that if I witness you not doing that and being loyal to women in general, like 
you're out. You're not one of my crew. Totally. Well, and, and why it's so important to just like give a compliment or say something is because you just never know what someone's going through. You never know how much that compliment meant to somebody. And it was like, I was like so blown away because like you said, we were just like, oh, I love her fashion. I mean, I loved her feed. I loved her daughter. So cute. Yes. And I loved like her, yes, her showing like kind of that hockey wife, hockey Mm -hmm. mom, you know, like life essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like it's such like an interesting, not everybody has that, like, you know, you know, get into that to see that you actually have to travel. Like it is a lot more sacrifice than what people think. And um, sorry to interrupt, but, or, Oh, it's so glamorous that she gets to go to Sweden in between Sweden and now, or Iceland, no Sweden. Yeah. She gets to travel the globe and we're all here thinking that, Oh my God, it's such a glamorous life, you know? But if you have like people in your life that like are in that life, or if you follow people who are like NFL wives or something, when they have to pack up, you know, and they got to <laughs> gotta move up. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's hard and it can, even if it's exciting, you know, stress doesn't have to be negative. Yeah. You know, you were stressed moving to Vegas. You were excited. Yeah. But totally. it was still stressful. It still took a toll on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just a reminder. Like if you see somebody today, a, a woman, if you see, if you see anybody, I don't know. I just feel like for women, like we just, words matter so much to us. Like we literally say like half of our love languages are probably always words of affirmation, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's not... especially with each other. Yeah. And that's not like words of affirmation in like just a relationship with someone like a significant other. I'm saying like it you got to tell the people, especially the women in your life that they're, they're killing it. They're crushing it. They're doing a good job. Like, cause they don't hear it. And I think like what, like, and you have to say it a lot because we are so hard on ourselves inside. Oh my God. So hard. And that's the thing. That's why I wanted to bring up Bonnie, because if you're going through that, and if you're one of those women who is right now like going through something and you're on Instagram and you're seeing all these perfect lives and you feel like you don't measure up or, um, you know, or you're not going through something, but you have those moments of comparison and feeling like you're not good enough or you're not doing enough. Go follow Bonnie because I'm telling you, she, I I will like shout her from the rooftops because I feel like she does such a good balance of like, showing her true, fun, creative, authentic self, but also showing the real part, the behind the scenes of influence, behind the, the behind the scenes of being a wife and a mom and a woman. And also it's not about pity. Like, no, you know, sometimes you'll follow certain accounts and it's always like every caption totally. is a novel and you're like, Ugh. you it's know, for engagement or for yeah, clicks or whatever. Yeah. And you kind of feel like you're like, I hate that this person feels this way, but it's also one of those things where you're like, if you feel this way, maybe this isn't the best place for you to be. Totally. Um, and it becomes like a novel thing or it's always like, you know, oh, you know, I, I feel this way and this is what happened to me and feel bad for me. It's never like that from her. It's more of like, this is my journey. This is what I deal mm-hmm. with. And this is how I equip myself and this is how I get better. And it's gen. It's not disingenuous. It's very genuine. It's very raw. It's very real. But it's not like, you know, cry for me, everybody. You totally. Know? And if if those accounts that are showing the real behind the scenes are triggering for you and you can't handle it right now because you have your own shit going on, then mute them, unfollow them, 
take a break off social media like you did last summer or the summer before, Chrissy. Yeah, I, I took a break off social media. So like when Whitney was sharing that she took a break, you know, I did that. I did it in the summer of 2020 and I felt like, I felt fantastic. I mean, there are times that I was like, there are times that I still go, man, maybe I should just delete Chrissy and just be on the RNT and just be fine because sometimes it gets really hard. Right now, it's really, really hard because of um, it's a comparison game in my life with parents of, mm-hmm. of, and you and I have talked about this, with parents who are the same age as my kids. Mm-hmm. And it's always a comparison game. And the college thing is just like, incessant. I can't go anywhere without someone asking me where Liam's going to go to college. Oh my God. And it gets like a comparison thing. Like I'm like, okay, first off Liam's, you know, you and I've talked about this and it's his business and whatever, but we're, it's so like annoying, you know? And I think keeping up with the Joneses. Yes. And also like, um, it, it's more like, um, I want my child to be happy and I want them to choose where they want to go. And all anybody wants to show is like the big, these college tours and the big, the big schools and all this kind of stuff. The highlights. Yes. And as exciting as that is, it is literally this part of my life with him is the most stressful part. But like I've always said, like, I just want to, I got to let it go. Like I can't compare. I can't be like, Oh, this, this girl's going to Wisconsin or this girl's going to, or this kid's going to UGA or this kid's doing this. That's not who he is. He's mm-hmm. specifically said to us, like, I'm not a, I'm not going to jump into a, a big college right away. Like I need more support. I need a smaller college. I'm going to lose my mind if I go somewhere where there's like, you know, 500 kids in my class. Um, yeah. And I love that about him. I love that he advocates himself for that. But also, I love that at, at such a young age, he knows that already about himself. Yeah, but we've also been like, and he's okay with me saying this, but we've also been like, what about a gap year? What about yeah. a gap year? Like, and Paul totally. told him, like, there is nothing wrong with a gap year. And I'll talk to you about it and I'll go, okay, I feel so good about this. Like, I feel good. I feel at peace with it. And I know I feel at peace with it. I'm very proud of him. But then it's like, starts creeping in. Because when it's always in your face and when you're surrounded by it, it's so hard to not have those thoughts. And it's the same thing with Instagram. And I guarantee you all of these women, all these influencers who are showing us all these perfect lives, their new homes, their new babies, their gender reveals, their kids doing this and that, it's they are all having those same struggles, but they just don't share it. 100%. And And it makes us feel like, oh my God, I shouldn't be having these thoughts or I'm all alone. Well, I immediately go into, well, it's my fault. I had Liam, statistically speaking, kids who are born with teen parents don't go to college. They don't do this. And you just you just let yeah. that stupid monster voice inside your head tell you that you're basically a piece of shit and you didn't do a good job raising your kid. And then you spiral. Like it's just yeah. like the weirdest thing. And I think also the best advice I've gotten from another mom um, is when someone asks me that, because it's not if, it's when, and it, it happens a lot. Um, in I'm talking about in real life, like, you know, not on Instagram, but reality face-to-face with someone, another parent at the school, when they ask me about him, I just keep it to myself. I'm just like, oh, he's looking around. And I've noticed to say that. And because if I tell them the truth about the conversations that we have had with him, I am 
met with like a look of like shock. Like they just can't wrap their head around the fact that I would just be completely okay with the possibility of my kid not going to like an SEC school. Gosh, and it's none of their goddamn business. It isn't. And it's not like he doesn't have plans or goals or whatever. It's just looks, his past just going to be a little bit more different. And like, we're very supportive of it. And, you know, at the end of the day, I just want my kid to be happy. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like he's going to be more successful to be happy. But I've talked about this many times before. It's just, I hate, I hate that comparison. Because even in our household, I David already knows he wants to go to like, I'm going to go to University of Colorado. I want to go to Arizona State. I want to go like these big schools, right? And it's yeah. just not, we're even going to tour University of Colorado like when we go out west. But he's like, has it all lined up, right? And it's just complete opposite. I still have to be like, these are two different kids. Like I cannot oh, play the comparison say. game. Yep. And I'm always like feeling like I'm a failure. And Paul's like, he should hold his head up high because anybody, you, he's like, you send Liam into a room with business professionals and entrepreneurs and people like that. And you say to them, he's gonna, he's like, if I were to walk in a room with Liam and say, this is what Liam's plan is, none of them would they would actually support it? None of them would make them feel bad. He's like, it's mostly moms. Like you guys just like guilt yourselves into like yes, women and moms. They we, yes, we're born true. guilty. Yeah, because well, of fucking feel- Adam and Eve. That's why <laughs> that y'all trying to make us feel bad. You're like, well, Eve ate the fruit, so now are y'all are guilty. Are we a therapy podcast now? <laughs> just in no, but it's me. true. But it's so true though, because women and like we take our guilt. And the guilt turns into insecurity. So we put that on other women. And yes. I think that's why it's so important to, like you, like you said, to circle, to take it all back. That's why it's so important to put those feelings aside and find the good things, find the positive, find the things in the women in your life that you can praise them for and build them up for. Because we, if we had that, I don't think we would have this guilt. Because we need to Not hear a lot it. of it. Yeah, we need to hear it. We have and, so much guilt and it's so bad. <laughs> Yes. So bad. And there's one other woman that I want to bring up. Yes. And she's an influencer. So she is from Raleigh. I used to be friends. Well, I'm still friends with her. But I used to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Allison. Her name is Allison Verhovac. She is an influencer from Raleigh, North Carolina. I love this woman. Okay. She's, I think she's our age. She's in her 40s. She's either 40 she's or turning hilarious, 40. hilarious. And I think she's yes. super hot. And I think her oh and her my husband God. are like, girl. So I feel like I love them. They, I love in them. real life, they have the cutest dynamic. Yes. She's so much fun. But she is super into fitness. She's into, I think it's CrossFit that she does. She is so fucking Is it CrossFit strong. or is it boot camp? I don't know. One of those. She's doing something like where she's like saying, it's Monday, get your ass yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love it. This chick is so strong. It's insane. She's amazing. She's like, so her fitness level that she's at is so inspiring. She is a photographer. Okay. She has a photography business during COVID. I think I've already mentioned her before because I think she was my she toast did once porch. before. She did, she the, did the, porch. the porch sessions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And her husband helps her too. Um, they would like when they photograph weddings and stuff. And get this. Doesn't stop there, does it? Oh, it sure doesn't. It sure fucking doesn't. I'm really glad you brought up the whole mom guilt thing and everything you just talked about because this is exactly, it like ties into it. She is now getting her realtor license. 
I like was, what? <laughs> I was so excited when I saw her story about it because I was like, of course she's getting her fucking real estate. Because like, she's just honestly like she just got done moving. So they just got done selling and buying a house. Felt, yes, which was so stressful. And I feel like she was like, fuck it. I'm going to go do this. Like, you know, and I love that so much about her. And it's also a great job to have like to be a mom and like make your own schedule and do all that stuff. So, I mean, real estate is booming. Oh my God. I know. And she's in there and now she's sharing, she's taking her online classes and she's sharing snippets and facts that I find fascinating because now that I'm a homeowner again, I am like, I want to know about this world, you know? And it's just, she's killing it on TikTok. She's a mom of teenagers. And I, I guarantee you, she has the mom guilt. I guarantee you, she's played the comparison game just like you. And just like a lot of other women who listen to this show. And she keeps going. She keeps going. She's taken gaps of time off of social media when she's had to. But instead of like letting it swallow her or wallow in it, and I'm sure she has her days behind the scenes where she's like, am I doing, is this the right thing to do? Can I juggle this? Can I do this all? She's doing it. And I just wanted to give her a shout out because I think she is, such a great account to follow because she's also real. She's never fake on there. Yeah. I love her account. Um, and she's been an awesome follow, but she's also been like a great person, like message back and forth with too. So yes, she will. She'll reply to every DM. Very excited for her. I I know me too. I'm very happy for her. I hope she puts her face on a moving truck. I hope she puts her face on a moving truck. You buy a moving truck, Allison, you put your face on it. You put your real estate, stuff on it and you offer it to people who let you sell their house at closing you will provide them a moving truck and there you go and she can incorporate her photography into taking photos of the house for the, her clients well you know my friend jessica roberts who has the she's the wedding mm-hmm. photographer and yeah. she's the real yeah, estate yeah. agent so what can she do oh she can do great, anything yes she can do great <laughs> photos but she just bought a drone too and i was like girl oh my god now I know my old really realtor who sold my house in California had a drone and her photos, she, she put so much money into her back end of her business and it showed in her, when she took staging photographs of my house. It's amazing. Like what, the, but like, it's, I love seeing these women who they're not trying to be perfect. They're not trying to put on, put anything on or be anything that they're not, but like they're hustling out there. And even if you're not hustling, even if you're literally like a stay at home mom with three kids under three, good for you. Cause that's fucking hard. I could never do it. I, I love people who are like influencers, but they're not influencers. Like they're influencing yeah. me just by sharing little snippets of who they are, yeah. but they're, like, and I feel like that's who she is. And yeah. I love that about her. So I'm into it. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Can we talk about the last topic? Cause yes, I'm done. We have to do it real quick. All right. So the Southernish mama, she ate shit. Okay. She did it on accident. She legit ate shit. She thought there was a piece of like a chocolate chip cookie or like chocolate chip like she thought there was a piece of chocolate on the counter so she stuck it in her mouth to find out what it was and it was poop (sighs) and she shared this with her followers she's obviously probably traumatized but she basically felt like it was important for us to know in case we ever had a piece of shit on our kitchen counters like don't put it in your mouth 
Okay, I thought that was a, like a myth that moms did where like they think it's chocolate. They don't know if it's chocolate or poop and they taste it to be sure. I thought that was a myth. I didn't know that people actually did that. <laughs> I've never done that. It Wait, is to smell me, it first. It is a myth. Uh, first <laughs> off, I don't even smell. Okay. If okay, first off, if it was a piece of something like that, yeah, I would obviously try to smell it before like I would put it in my mouth. But two, uh, and no shade to the moms who do yeah. this, but stop grabbing your babies and sniffing the their asses to see if they pooped. <laughs> you can literally look. You can look and you can see if they shat their diaper. You don't have to like, oh, well, Bethany's got a big one. No, stop. Why would you want to smell that? I don't know, but when I was at lunch the other day, a mom came in. She was so freaking cute. She had like two kids and a baby. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she, she did her the baby's thing. ass. No, she sure didn't. She lifted her baby up. She pulled the diaper back, looked inside and put the baby down because it was fine. It didn't shit his pants. That's right. That's what <laughs> you do. You don't sniff. Okay. We, uh, here's the thing. I got to read some of the troll comments because our whole show is about the trolls, right? We got to, we got to read these comments. We've been so positive throughout this whole thing. Now <laughs> we're like, all right, let's go. So one of the trolls says, uh, not going to watch the stories to give her views because I think she's insufferable, but this sounds made up for content. I wouldn't put it past her to make it up for content. And someone else said, hmm, could it be an attempt to drum up views ahead of her pro-America children's book release? I don't know anything about that. Uh, and someone said, there are so many relatable things you could use for content, but literally eating shit isn't one of them. <laughs> like metaphorically eat shit, but like not literally. Okay, here's the thing. I'll say it again. I've said it for us again. She didn't show her kids shit. Not that I saw anyway. She, she just talked, talked about, about it. it. I think it's hysterical. I think it's disgusting. I would never ever like be like, oh, is that a chocolate chip or a shit? And like taste it. <laughs> I'm literally gagging right now. I'm like, <laughs> but I think it's uh, hilarious that she actually shared it. My chin's quivering. Like I can feel it happening. My neck's getting real hot. <laughs> like I'm like, please don't. Um, I love that she shared it. I'm going to be actually on her side. I don't understand why she did it, but I love it. Like I, you and I talked about I'm like, on her side. <laughs> I can appreciate a certain type of insanity and mom insanity is something I can't appreciate. And like, her being like, I saw this. And of course my like knee jerk reaction was to stick it in my mouth because I'm an idiot, you know, like, but, What's um, that song that they teach you kids, don't you put it in your mouth. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know <laughs> what song were you, that was a song from Wait, your parents. Like that's why no, there is a song. There's a song about germs. I swear to you. It's okay. It's literally a song that you teach to kids. I don't know. Don't. I don't know where the lyrics are. We don't need are. it. We don't need it. <laughs> we don't need it. It's just. <laughs> oh my God, um, I feel so bad that she ate shit. And it reminds, reminds me of um, that movie, The Help, where she's like, eat my shit. Yes. Oh my God. That <laughs> really. Okay. <laughs> It goes like this. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you stuff it in your face. Though it might look good to taste. It might look good to eat. Like a muffin or a beet. <laughs> Stop. Why am I singing Stop on my podcast? It. Please. Like, this is a, don't, 
if you don't know what it is, I'm remember gonna throw myself girls, out of this window. Like, just stop. Don't, you put it, don't put it in your mouth. Why would you? I know it looks tasty to eat. Well, it doesn't smell good. What are you talking about? Oh my god, we're gonna get off. We're gonna get people are gonna they're gonna, they're gonna kill us after this. Trigger warning. We're talking about. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm dying. Okay, the moral of the story is don't put it in your mouth. Don't do it. But yeah. if you do it, not a foreign it, object on your counter, and you don't know you, what it is. But First, if you do it, share it. And with I us don't so know how it got on the counter. I don't know how it got on the counter anyway. Yeah, <laughs> the the kid probably stuck his finger down his pants and like swiped it. That's it. That kid's no longer allowed inside. I'm like, nope, you're done. Oh my God. I can't. This has been a great episode for I'm literally gagging. For moms. For moms. Oh, this this, listen, if, if you're like a mom or a new mom and you need a how-to guide, listen to this episode. I'm kidding. It's awful. <laughs> Zero stars for this episode right now we like literally we're doing so good and then we were, we were like no roll. let's just throw this thing off an embankment <laughs> light it on fire <laughs> dumpster fire little I shit no i'm just little kidding it's important to tell everybody because apparently people need to be warned that your children will apparently place things on the kitchen counter that are i'm just does she have white kitchen counters i literally don't know I I don't know. I probably she's an influencer. Like I'm not kidding. My neck's getting real high. You know what I'm talking about? Like I'm let's just, let's woo. go to two trolls and a lie. Let's, let's go do to two, two trolls and a lie really quick. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go first yeah. just because I'm. <laughs> we need we need to get your mind off. I know. This. I gotta get off. Oh, okay. <sighs> Mother of pearl. I didn't write the influencer this time again. <laughs> Like, every every time so, okay every i'll try to find it i'm so mad at myself god uh, and i literally told myself write it down okay here we go number one. Oh wait two trolls and a lie is a game we play and we oh like to god. post the poll um, so i know we like to post the poll on instagram on our roast and toast podcasts before our episode airs um but basically, we go on snark sites and we find two actual troll comments, and then we make up one. And Esther and I read it to each other, and we try to guess which one's the lie. And out of the all the comments, okay. So here we go. Okay. Um, number one, those lips, the filler in the top, I get given how thin they were before. But she went overkill and looks like a blowfish or a blowfish on hemorrhoids. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> that's what the troll said okay okay here we go <laughs> just checked her blog out and not a fan she seems pretty into herself somewhere she wrote something about being smart and into fashion as if she's some special snowflake anomaly her writing skills need some work oh okay if I have to see one more what's in my hospital bag reel, nobody cares at all what you pack to have a baby at a nearby hospital. If you forget something, guess what? You can send someone to get it for you. Hmm. Okay. It's between number one and number three. Number three is the lie. It is the lie because I got lazy. <gasps> I was like, let me tell you what I hate. Hospital okay, bags. Okay, I got lazy too, so let's see if you can 
guess what mine is. I mean, not lazy, but I don't like hot. I, I don't understand what, what's in your hospital bag. I, I, I had Sometimes a Sometimes I just bag. don't have inspiration to make up a lie. So like I half-assed the lie. This was real. This is but my own troll comment. Was Stop. Was we don't care what's in your hospital bag. I, I'm glad you have a hospital bag. I think everybody should pack it. Just don't care what's in it. No, I don't. Okay. Ready? Are we yeah. ready? Okay. Yeah. The photo shoot in a power suit sitting in the backseat of her own car pretending to be driven. How can anyone post this shit and not feel like the biggest moron? Okay. Okay. Gets shit on by a bird and tee hee hee. Look at me. She'll probably just jump in the ocean and call it her shower for the day. Uh, uh-huh. Number three. Imagine being so rich that you throw away your hundred, your entire hundred and fifty dollar trash can because you're too lazy to scrub off dried on syrup. Reality check. Oh, this what's is- a lie? Is to the lie. Is that your final answer? No, I hate it when you do that. Yes. Because <laughs> you didn't tell me two is the lie. You asked me. So two is the lie. No, three is the lie. God dang it. <laughs> God. I got inspo from my dirty trash can, but you know what I didn't do? I didn't lick my trash can to see if it was syrup or snot. That's what I didn't do. Good for you. Do you know that I have a service that comes and cleans up my trash cans? The big ones outside or the uh-huh. ones in your kitchen? The big ones outside. Ooh, that's really smart. Um, Nick just hoses them down. Uh, yeah, that's actually smarter because it's a very stupid waste of money. Because what bothers no, me... No, it's not because they probably bleach them, right? Yeah, I mean, they do. And they like smell sanitized. great. They smell yeah. good. Then they tape them down. Like they tape, they put a piece of tape on the lid down so I know that they came. But it's a little annoying because like... <sighs> okay. <laughs> most people problems you're literally spiraling because i brought up the poop like (laughs) no i'm fine let's you know what let's end on a what number one was amanda marshall uh pardon what incident number two was labev oh not labevy but you know what you're right you're right about the showering thing i get it i get it okay let's move on to our toast and you know what i'm gonna go first real quick i have toasted this person before but Lace Larrabee did a comedy <gasps> show last night at the Punchline. Yay! With uh, Keenan Thompson from SNL, who was also I all that. Saw that. I'm very proud of her. It was not only that; it was Catherine as well. It was uh, another girl, Shelby Tassio, freaking hilarious comic. Um, another girl at Haley Comedy. Um, just a lot of women comics that I have like done shows with before and have been around who are really funny, um, who I adore and people who like deserve to have time on a show like that at the punchline. Amen. That's fucking insane that she was in a show with Keenan Thompson. Yeah. Well, I like mean, next step SNL lace. It is. She's amazing. And Catherine's amazing. I can't, I know that those, I know those cheaties girls were like killing it. Um, so, Hats off to you guys, you ladies. Um, killing Lace it. And Catherine need to go on tour because I would fucking pay they, to see their comedy show. They just did a live show of Cheaties and they posted it, and I'm so excited. But I would love for them to do a, a Cheaties thing. And if you guys don't know about them, they are their podcast is all about cheating stories. So if you've been cheated on, or you were che- cheating, or whatever 
get on, go send them a message and talk to them because their podcast is so, I mean, if you are a dirty drama dragon and you like live off tea like that, it is the best show. I mean, these stories are wild. And I know I've talked about them in the past, but I'm just saying, go go listen. Oh my God. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Totally. All right, go ahead with your toast. Okay, my toast is Ariella Nissa. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce her last name, but she is an influencer from Sydney, Australia. Did I say that right? Did I have the right accent? I don't, I think it's Australia or something. Okay. Well, I should I just never talk in an accent again. Um, absolutely love this girl so much. And one of the main reasons is, you're going to guess it, body image, body positivity. Look her up. She's honestly out here sharing everything. She's like legit just like posing with her normal body. She's not face tuning. She's not trying to get perfect angles. She's not trying to be perfect. Super cute. Um, she actually shares on her feed um, her highs and her lows, how she's feeling, when she's struggling. Same thing as Bonnie. I think it's a really healthy account to follow. Um, and I just think she is killing it and doing a great job. And I think everybody should go follow her. Yeah, she looks hot. I mean, she is. I'm sure she's a beautiful person just in general. <laughs> But I was like, that one is a hot bikini shot. She's, she posts in bikinis all the time. She's fucking I hot. Would. She lives in Australia. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I know. Hot. I know. She is hot. Um, I love, like, I love. I, listen. Can I, can I please just show you? <sighs> she's on the beach with her boyfriend, okay. hugging him. Yeah. And she's like, just showing off her cellulite, like her booty dimples, because we all have them. But she looks good. Yeah, she looks great. And yeah. if if I just love the theme of this show, you if you can't, need- if you can't, you can't beat. Nope, putting on that confidence. You just you can't. can't. It's the best outfit to wear. Confidence. You can't be a real woman yeah. who shares the real shit, her real body, her. Real I just everything. love how the shoreline didn't just magically like go in. You know, like Facetune, like how you can see when they're when they're doing it in front of like a brick wall, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't know that brick wall went zigzag. Yeah, or, that parking or you're in line. a parking garage and the parking line is like warped because you're trying to tweak like, I don't know, a it's mole the, on your thigh. It's the weirdest thing. Um, it's the weirdest thing, but go follow her. There's literally, I, I say less, you know, say I, less. Honestly, her feed speaks for itself. Her content's great. Definitely going to have to follow. I um, think she's on TikTok too. I'll oh, good. I love it. Yeah, good. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm more on TikTok than I am Instagram. Oh, I really too. love it. Yeah. Um, so, w- like we always end on a high note. That's why we give our toast. Those are our toasts this week. So, cheers to you ladies, raising a glass to you and your accomplishments and what you do to provide great content and entertainment mm-hmm. for all of us. Um Okay, so we are going to wrap up the show. And before we leave you, we will be playing a voicemail that comes from our tea time line. We have this um, hotline that you can call, and it's 757 Tea Time. You can leave an anonymous message. We will replay it, and your voice will be disguised. We don't even know your number, none of that. Um, you can also send a text to 757 Tea Time and send an anonymous text that will give us, like, 
whatever you want to say. If you want to vent about an influencer, if you want to praise an influencer, if you want to ask us a question like the person last week asked me about Heather McMahon, please do so. We also have a Facebook group, Roast and Toast. Um, you have to answer some questions. Please don't be like a like a looking like a fake account or we really won't add you. I'm so Mm-mm. sorry. It's just really important for us to protect the integrity and the privacy of the people who are in those accounts. But you can also leave an anonymous post if you're part of the group and no one knows who leaves those posts so that you can start a general discussion. Um, you can also follow us at Rose and Toast Podcast on Instagram and you can follow me at Chrissy underscore McCluskey. I'm private though. So I really like our roast and toast being like our main, uh, our main, our main page. You can yes. follow me at Esther so extra. And that is it. And we will leave you guys with a great voicemail. Um, I'm going to recover from the last hot <laughs> topic, but I'm completely fine. I just want to say also, you can leave a five-star, one-star, three-star, whatever review on Apple Podcasts. You can't do that on Spotify, but you can listen to us on pretty much all the major podcast um, platforms. Um, but Apple Podcasts is kind of where you can leave a review or uh, whether it be a star review or whether you want to do that as well as a review that you can type up. We would really appreciate it. And yes, if you listen, if you listen to the show every week and you've never left a review, we would absolutely love a review. Even if it's not five stars, even if you want to roast us. Yeah. But if you do a three, like I really feel like that's a constructive criticism and I really want to tell us, but like, tell us why. Yeah. Tell us why. And, um, also, we just really appreciate you guys, and I cannot wait uh, for more episodes. And, you know, before we leave you, um, like, watch your kitchen counters. Like, just watch your kitchen counters. Don't lick garbage <sighs> cans. Don't put it in your mouth. But you can put it in other places. And as we always say at the end of the show, rub out the hate and holler if you need some lube. Bye, Borchard. Okay, so I'm calling to repent because I was not enlightened about the Barefoot Dreams blanket and I listened to the podcast and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just a blanket. Who the fuck cares? And then I got one. My life is forever changed and I will gladly go into debt to have this blanket in every room of my house, multiple of these in every room of my house. So again, just calling to confess. Forgive me, Borches, for I have sinned.